Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the world's worst ceiling fan? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Ew! Kelsey? Kelsey? Robert? Robert? Are are you here, Kelsey? Do you exist? I'm here. What? Oh, my God. Are are you here? I'm alive. Oh, my God. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? Uh, You scared me. (laughs) (laughs) I was not going to go get those yearbooks. (laughs) Because it was raining, and I didn't really think about it until I was editing the show. Oh, man. I was like, you know what? Plus, I was... I was afraid the box was not going to be just, like, right there in the storage unit that was going to have to, like, hunt for it. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go. Like, the rain kind of died down. So I go to the storage unit, (laughs) open it up. It's literally the box sitting on the edge of the door. Oh, my God. And I was like, this made this easy. So thankful you went and got it because I was was literally, like, just thinking about it the whole time. It was like, I don't think I cannot get it before the next show, though. Yeah. Like, that was a big mystery. It was, and I, I thank you for solving it. Yes. I will admit, I was getting scared because <laughs> I was going through the second grade, and you weren't there. Oh, my God. Until the last page. Ugh. I was like, oh, my God, she's really not here. <laughs> I really would have cried. Like, I don't know what I would have done. <laughs> But I appreciate you posting all of our photos. You got all of us from second grade up through fifth. So now that you know that you exist, are you going to confront your mom and be like, why are you so quiet? I know I'm there. (laughs) Why are you so worried about second grade? What happened to me? Like, did something happen? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe she just feels bad because that's the one report card that she actually threw away. (laughs) she's like i just don't want to make it worse maybe you know i mean i look i look pretty normal in second grade right i don't remember that shirt i mean i thought so other than that i think i I look fine i just don't do shit with my hair (laughs) like (laughs) it's like the same haircut i'm looking just grew longer well like so this like second grade one of me i was like all right that looks like little like you know little kid hair and then Like, third grade me, it's like, wow, that's pretty nerdy. Fourth grade me, (laughs) perfect. Looks so good, right? I'm like, yeah, look at that bomb hair. And then fifth grade, I'm like, ew. (laughs) Why did I give up on life? Man. You know? It's a nice progression. I mean, I guess. Yeah, I had different hair in each one of these, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Bangs, no bangs, short hair, long hair. Did you choose your hair? Yeah, always. Okay. I remember, uh, I think in either kindergarten or first grade, my mom always has had a pixie cut, so I wanted to cut like hers, and I was like, cut all my hair off. Yeah. And the barber was like, you're not going to like it. You're going to look like a boy, <laughs> which 
is problematic in and of its own right. But I was a girl in the '90s. What can you expect? Yeah. But um, yeah, she cut it, and I liked it a lot. And then like I got mistaken for a boy several times, and I was like, I don't want a haircut really? like this ever again. Yeah. And now I'm 31, and I don't care about gender. So exactly. <laughs> but there are some some listeners of the show have pictures of you too. There's pictures what? of other other patron members, and then one listener. That I found in there as well. Oh. And I, I thought, shared them with you. Yeah, you did. They're very cute. I did. I was like, look at look, look at these little chillins. Oh, my God. So if you knew Robert in elementary school and you want a photo of yourself, <laughs> text him. But that's funny because I didn't know any of you because everyone that I'm friends with was, was a grade below me. Yeah. So weird. Because that was the age I actually was. Yeah, like, why are you in the grade ahead of me? Is it because of when your birthday falls? Yeah, because I turned five, and then the next day they were like, get your ass to school. You're five now. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, think, I I hit it at the perfect wrong time. I think it's birthdays prior to August will start in that year. And yeah. then if you're after August, then you don't start. Yeah. So, you know, there's all the lucky kids that didn't get to start. And I'm like, I'm so young. I'm like, just now five. Yeah, because you're only six months older than me, but you're a whole grade ahead. I've been five for like, for like three months. And not even, like three weeks, really. Yeah. I've been five for three weeks. I gotta go to fucking school. <laughs> I don't know how to spell school. Oh my God. But uh, it was fun combing through it all. I saw some people that I knew in high school that I was like, they were in my fucking class in like second grade. What the fuck? It's so weird how that works out. Like that. I I never knew you the whole time through I mean, you went to my middle school too, right? You went to Griffin, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And we never knew each other. Like we never crossed paths until high school. Well, so I had my friends that were in my grade. It was really when I got to high school that I just like pretty much exclusively hung out with people the grade below me. Yeah, because of newspaper class. Pretty much, because I was like, oh, these people actually understand me. <laughs> we get you. Yeah, because in middle school, I had, like, my little clique that I ran around with. And then I had a couple other friend groups, but they were also, again, like, related to, like, a like an activity, you know? Yeah. I guess in middle school, like, you don't really have classes with people outside of your grade. Pretty much, yeah. So I guess that's why in high school, like, you know, the the paths start to open up a little bit when you get yeah, extracurriculars and that's stuff. actually true. You're right. Because even in band, because I was in band for one year in middle school, you know, I was in, like, starter you band. Play? So just all the trumpet. I also played the trumpet. Yeah. Were we in band together? No, because you were in elementary school still, and I quit the first year, so. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I was never in it again. That would have been fucking wild if we were, like, both playing the trumpet and didn't know each other. No. Right next to each other, blowing horns. Uh, do you know why I played the trumpet? Because it's the coolest one. I don't know. <laughs> because Lou Bega was big, man. Oh, my God. Are you for real? Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's... Let's mambo number five this shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they came to our fifth grade class and they brought out like all the little reeds and the 
you know, stuff to try. Yeah, like blow into this, see how it sounds. Like, yeah. how are you gonna tell? And then, like, <laughs> yeah, for real, you can't do that today. Hey, blow into this and see if you like it. <laughs> but like, they showed me all of them, and I just went, "Which one's the trumpet?" And he was like, "This one." I was like, "I want that one." They were like, "Okay, <laughs> all right." There were only like three of us playing trumpet, anyways. So I don't think it was a, you know, a very popular instrument. Yeah, I think we had like five trumpets. I don't know how many trumpets you're supposed to have. Enough. Just enough. I'm surprised you didn't go for saxophone with Elisa. Dude, well, so actually my brother played saxophone. Awesome. Uh, I, I, I remember him practicing that all the time, and I don't remember when he quit. But growing up, like now, so actually for TikTok, one of my algorithms is saxophone TikTok. What the fuck? And it pisses me off because I'm like, fuck, I should have played the saxophone. Saxophone is great. Saxophone is awesome. Like, it's saxophone players can instrument. get it. I don't know. It's, it's such a good instrument. It sounds so sexy all the time. I'm going to send you a whole bunch of TikToks. So, like, <laughs> I follow this one guy. Uh, he calls himself the master of the stank face. Okay. Because, like, when you're playing the saxophone, sometimes to hit those, like, hardcore notes, you can, like, really get into it, you know? Okay. And his videos are him always, like, warming up. And he's like, you ever, like, warmed up your saxophone? And then you go, oh, wait, that sounds a bit like this. And then at one point he did, like, down with the sickness on saxophone. Oh, my God. Amazing. And it's the best. He does, like, heavy metal on saxophone, pop songs on saxophone, and they always sound great i love that you gotta post some of that in the secret discord yeah i i will find some because that dude is amazing uh shall we crack this thing open yes please this is my second one already but oh getting wild tonight i can't get my finger under it oh come on christ got it oh man that was so in unison (laughs) they're never in unison no more we always do like a crack crack we never do our crack can <laughs> release the crack can my god by the so, way quick <laughs> quick update on that okay i was reading about the game you know now i've played it so i'm gonna read about it regarding life is strange yes because yes. in real time we've just played this yes even when it came out it says that one of the biggest criticisms the game drew was its vocabulary usage. okay okay good because I, like, I literally didn't remember it being so bad, but, man. Wowzers. Wowzers. I was literally, my skin was crawling every single time they said, like, hella, or just, like, they're so, like, the the amount of cringe dialogue in there. I think you really like rose-colored glasses, that game. Maybe I did. I don't know. Like, I still. one of the other big complaints was the voice is not moving with the words half the time oh yeah so that was actually in it it wasn't a bug we encountered that was the okay game. yeah like the mouths just stopped working halfway through a cutscene or something yeah yeah um i mean it's a solid game in the eyes of the world i really want to know what's up with the remaster yeah i would like to see that i think the remaster comes with that chloe prologue one okay which by the way do you know what the prologue is now? Because I no. went ahead and read about it. Not I haven't read about it. Not like read what it was because I because I'm gonna play it. Yes, it's right. the 
It's the story of Chloe and Rachel becoming friends. Okay. So it's like all of why Chloe is so about Rachel. Cool. That's what I hoped it would be. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like I want to know what her deal was. Plus, I want to see some Rachel because she seemed like such a nice person from what everybody loved about her. I know. I was like, I want to see this character. So I am going to be playing that at some point. Okay, cool. But I think that is part of the remaster. And that's the thing, though. When you look up the remaster, it says includes both games, but it doesn't tell you what both games are. I It must be the prelogue because... Or prelogue? Prologue? Pro, <laughs> prologue. The prelude. The prelude. Yeah. Uh, the pre-ramble. Um, yeah, it wouldn't be Life is Strange, too, because it has nothing to do with, with yeah. Max and Chloe. Okay. So... I am curious to see what that looks like because it could definitely use that coat of paint. Yes. Oh, yeah. The stiff necklaces, the stiff hair, the bag that never moves. I think just tightening up those controls a bit would just make it that much easier to get around and play. Yeah. It would just make it... It would make it feel better because the game did feel wonky, you know? It's a little bit clunky. Uh, I think seeing it played like the story a second time through i'm still in love with the story and i i really enjoy the game overall yeah. but like watching somebody else play it i can see <laughs> the flaws now yeah <laughs> i mean don't get me wrong i i mean games have jank and that's fine yeah that right. doesn't take away from it. the the only major complaint i had with that game you want to know what it was tell me looking for those fucking bottles Oh, everybody hates the bottle part. When I did it, it it's took stupid. Me, it took me like 30 minutes. I couldn't find the bottles. It's a weirdly padded out segment, you know? Yeah, it's not it's doesn't it doesn't fit in with the rest of the game because there's no other no. like fetch quest in the game. There's there's not like yeah. a got to go find all the nuts for the squirrel or something like that. It's just it that's the only section where they have something in that yeah. mechanic. Like that that, to me, was the biggest drag in the entirety of the five e- episodes. Yeah. Hands down that. But, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to tell you, apparently, it always sounded that way. Okay. I, th- I think I think you were just really taken with Chloe. Yeah, I think so. It's that blue hair. <laughs> yeah. The blue-haired girls always get me. Uh, I've been playing a game recently. What you been playing? I've actually finished two games. <laughs> okay. Uh. This games are called Famicom Detective Club. Have you heard of these? No. So do you know what the Famicom is? It's the Nintendo. Is it? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm unclear on what the Famicom is. I know okay. that it's like super, super old. So, yeah. So the Famicom is what the Nintendo is called in Japan. Oh, okay. Because okay, the cool. Super Nintendo is the Super Famicom over there. I see. All yeah. right. So I've been Does playing... that make that game better for you now? I It just makes me kind of understand more about it i guess because i mean so famicom detective club they recently remastered there's two games from it one of them is uh shit what are the name of these games famicom detective club it's a two case collection the first one is called the missing air and then the second game which chronologically comes before the first game is called Mm. the girl who stands behind okay and it is like a kind of like a phoenix Wrightish mystery game okay it's like you you explore areas and you talk to people it plays very similar to phoenix Wright, except you're not 
a lawyer. You're just a detective. So it's your job to like go around, interrogate suspects, find clues, uh, solve mysteries. And uh, the girl who stands behind is like sort of horror-y because it's got like a really creepy ghost story that you're like trying to prove whether or not the ghost is actually a real murdered girl or okay. if it's just like a, a legend of this school. That's cool. It's very cool. I really enjoy these it's games. Very cool. That's yeah. very cool. They just published them on the Switch, and it wasn't that expensive. I think it was probably just the standard like sixty dollars for for two games. So, okay. If you're into detective games, I highly recommend these. My only complaint with them is that like, speaking of games with jank, it's really clunky in the way that they make you go around and interrogate people because they'll give you like a whole list of items that you can interrogate with. Like, I want to ask about suspect A, suspect B. I want to ask about this piece of evidence, this place, this time. And you can ask every single person in the game all of those questions, but they don't always have a response for you. So there's a lot of just like, why would I know about that? Why would I know about that? The same dialogue over and over and over. Yeah. And then there's also, like, they list the items just in order on the screen and the order never changes and it doesn't tell you whether or not you've asked something before. So it doesn't like grade out or give you any indication. Like we've had this conversation and sometimes you'll ask them about like item three on the list and it's items like one through 10. So you ask one through 10 and then you're like, how do I get more information? But they don't tell you that you have to go back and then ask again about item two. (laughs) So like, it's just a lot of like back and is forth. Is it kind of like um, Life is Strange? Like, all right, I've asked you all these ten, but now I gathered something else about number two. So if I ask you about two again, now yeah, I it's okay. kind of like that. But sometimes there's just like more to the dialogue tree. Like you'll ask them something, and they'll be like, mm, "I know nothing about that." And then you ask them again directly after, and they're like, "Well, actually, I do know about that. I was <laughs> lying." All right, so, you pressed me. Yeah, basically. They're fun. They're clunky. You can tell that they're old. Um, okay. The actual, like, the graphics are updated for today. So they look really, like, cool. It's, you know, just anime-style games. And the cutscenes are really beautiful. And they have, like, full-motion characters and everything. So if you're into games like this, I recommend these. Okay. Oh, oh. they have a feature where, like, okay. they have really cool music in these games and they have a feature where you can go into the menu and switch it over to what it sounded like on the famcom nice and it's it's just amazing like we spent half the game just like flipping back and forth and be like oh this sounds great oh wait this sounds better yeah it's dangerous to do that in remasters because you always want to go back and forth between the stuff yes and the second one uh the girl who stands behind they also made it on the super famicom so they have all three soundtracks on there and i'm oh just my like god yes. it, it was so good oh i'd be living on the super nintendo sounds the whole time yeah they Dude, were they 16-bit were great. music is the best music it's, it's really good stuff I love that shit this will be our third topic about alternate timeline shit where the things that come after really take place before oh you ready okay I started watching Fast and the Furious, like I said. Okay. Do you know how confusing these movies are? I didn't. Like, in just <laughs> how they exist as I movies? I thought they were just, like, chronological, are they not? So, one, two, and three are kind of like their own trilogy. Okay. And then four, five, and six take place in between them. Oh. 
because there's a character that dies in the third one that is in four, five, and six. So they go, oh, <laughs> well, this takes place before that then. Okay. Imagine being that actor and like they kill you off in episode three and then like we have you in contract for three more though. No, I think they just really liked the guy. Okay. And the director like had directed him in some other movies. He's like, I'm putting him back in it. And so they just worked it into the plot somehow. Okay. Which, you know, it makes total sense that Vin Diesel looks considerably older in these prequel movies than the earlier one, you know? Yeah. Like, sure. Why not? Does Vin Diesel really age, though? Like, as far I as mean, I, I know his one face, just bald man. Well, but like in the earlier movies, he looks like a boy because he's really? so young. And then yeah, he looks like a man in God, some of the later like, ones stacked in this screenshot i don't know what this is from but i don't remember him being this muscly dude he's always been super stacked like i know he has big arms but at this one he's got like a huge chest yeah he's a big huh. man all right let me see if i can find you that baby face one because yeah, like i baby face i like found this picture of him from part one and i was like holy shit that is a baby man yeah show me vin unleaded all right you ready yes Boom. Take a look at this picture. This is the cast of part one. Oh, he does look like a little baby. He's like a young man, you know? Oh my goodness. And that woman, too. What's her name? Michelle Rodriguez? Yes. Yes. Yeah, this she was like one of her like first movies, too. Yeah. What was so, the show she was in? She was like real big in a show, right? See, I know her from um, Resident was Evil. She... I think she was in Lost. Was she in Lost? Yes, she was. No, was she? Yeah. Uh, I, for I didn't. I didn't watch Lost. I watched the first season, and then like, I got extremely confused in the second season. I was watching it with my dad, and he was. <laughs> I remember one day he looked at me and he was like, "Are you following any of this?" And I was like, "No." And he was like, "All right, I think we're kind of probably done with this one." Yeah, um, she what sure she was. Lost. She was in it for like I think the whole time. No, she was in. She was main cast for season two. Oh, is that it? it? Yeah, man. Then she guest starred in a couple shows in season five and six. Okay. Yeah. See, I know her from Resident Evil, and she was in that. So okay. First movie. Like here's here's like a quick rundown. Right. You said okay. you wanted some feedback. Yeah. First movie. That movie has zero plot. Okay. <laughs> like, it has the tiniest bit of plot. And you're just watching for, like, these races that happen. And then you're like, but what does this have to do with anything that's going on? And then there's a drive-by that kills one of, like, the main people in the movie. Oh, and shit. And never come back to it. We never okay. find out what happens. And then it ended. Like, it, nothing happened in that movie, but stuff happened. You know what I mean? like, at Astra? Kind of, yeah. Okay. You're like, why were we doing this? But okay. So the first one was okay. Uh, then the second one, to me, felt like a bad boys. You okay. Because I mean? it's sure. like... Like a shoot 'em up It's kind of a... Sh well, it's more of a race em up race em up all right. <laughs> but they are, like, trying to take down some drug lord, right? Okay. So it's like, all right, we got to, like, get in his good graces, and we have to, like find out his stash we got to do all this stuff you know yeah and it was good i like that one too then there was the third one 
which I hated. And so it's, is the third one Tokyo Drift? Yes, and that's most of everybody's favorite one. That's the one, like, everybody talks about. Because it's so different from the rest. And here's why I hate it. You ready? Okay. It's a high school drama movie. Oh, man. <laughs> with, like, Yakuza sprinkled in there. Oh, hell yeah. I like that. <laughs> but still, it's like, oh, uh, I, I moved here because I'm an army brat and... My mom doesn't want me anymore because I keep fucking up in school, so I live here with my dad, but now I'm kind of fucked up with the Yakuza, so you know how I'm going <laughs> to solve the problem? I'm going to race one of them. Hell yeah. And then it ended. Okay. And I was like, what is the point of these movies? Like, there was no cohesive theme between one, two, and three. All right. right? So I was like, all right, four is where I think we're going to settle back out, because Vin Diesel cameoed right there at the end of three. And I was like, all right, because Vin Diesel's not in two or three. Really? No. I thought he was in all of the movies. Okay. You got Vin Diesel and Paul Walker in part one. Yeah. Only Paul Walker in part two. Neither are in part three until (laughs) the cameo right at the end, right? And then it's Paul Walker, Vin Diesel, Fest, like the rest of the time. Okay. So I'm looking at like, are you looking currently at a list of all these movies? No, because I've seen it so much, I have it very much in my mind. Okay, I'm just curious if you can, like, tell me the titles of all the movies, because... Yes, numbering. I can. can. you? Oh my god, okay, go in yeah, order. I, because I download them, ready? It ready. Goes, it goes, The Fast and the Furious. Uh-huh. Too Fast, Too Furious. Correct. <laughs> I can't even say that one, it's so funny. <laughs> too Fast, Too Furious. The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Right. Then... Fast and Furious, no the. Okay. Right? That's the sole distinction. Yes. Is there's no the. So Fast and Furious. Then you get Fast Five. So it's Fast Five. That's the one that I just watched today. I'm five deep right now. My God. Uh, then I think it's just Fast and Furious Six. Yep. And then is it just like Fast Seven? Ah, Furious Seven. The Furious Seven. <laughs> Then you get the fate of the Furious, because get yep, it? Yep. They kind of said eight in there. Oh! <laughs> and then the Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> okay, so I fucked up one of them. Furious 7. But do you know the last the last ones? Because there's two more on this list that I'm looking at. Well, they haven't come out yet. Oh, okay. But F9 is the new one. Yeah. And I don't know about past then. Because that movie I... comes out next month. F9 does? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it looks like uh, Fast and Furious 10 is penned for 2022. And officially, that will be the final one in the franchise. They haven't finished filming it because of, you know, (laughs) the state of things. But Fast 10, I would just call it Fast 10. I feel like that's good. Um, Like, who named these? I don't know. Who was in charge of just all of this? Well, God, so, they have so many on the horizon, too, because they've got an okay. untitled female-led film coming out and then so, also an untitled Hobbs and Shaw sequel. Yeah, so the, so, so the, the tenth one is the end of the main franchise, but the spinoffs are going to keep going. Okay, wow. But, like, the Vin Diesel stuff is going to be done. So they're just going to cut her off. Yeah. They've also got short films, apparently. The Turbocharged Prelude for Too Fast, Too Furious, and Los Benedos. Did you know 
that Gal Gadot is in these movies? What? She's like a staple in the three movies that I'm watching right now. She's like a main character. Oh my god. And at one point, I was like, Wonder Woman. I can see your boobies. Oh my god, stop. I was like, you're supposed to be something for all the little girls. I mean, but this was before she was Wonder Woman, you know. Women can um, aspire to have big boobs too. Well, yeah. Well, no, like, <laughs> she was like trying to seduce Vin Diesel, so she's wearing like a white tank top. You can basically just see everything underneath, you know? Okay. And for real, like, I covered up Jinx and Bulbasaur's eyes and I go, Wonder Woman! <laughs> Please! They're children! God. So I watched the fourth one. Still pretty boring. That one was kind of like the second one, but now Vin Diesel's helping him take down a drug lord. Okay. And it's like the same, it's kind of like a, like a cop drama movie again. Like, all right, we got to like catch this bad guy, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, even that one, I'm kind of bored still. Like I didn't care. Then we get to the fifth one. Are you ready? Ready. That is when it becomes the heist franchise. Okay. That it is today. So that's where you're at now. And the fifth one, I loved it. Okay, so finally you're like, you got the hook. Five movies Very in. good. I don't know if it's a hook. Like, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Okay. <laughs> but they did steal an entire vault out of a bank. A whole vault? Driving it down the highway with these two cars Jesus. that it was chained to. Okay. I mean, it's a heist movie. It was all about stealing this guy's all the money that he had to his name. Wow. Some rich dude that needed to fuck right off. All know? right. Yeah, fuck the rich. And so I was like, all right, this is the movie that Kelsey would like. All right. This has, this movie had everything that I was waiting to see in one of them. Yeah. But it was the fifth one, and you don't feel what you need to feel unless you've seen the other four. Oh, man. Okay. Because, like, there were lingering questions from part one that I finally got my payoffs in this fifth one. But remember, two, three, and four really don't have anything to do with that question. Okay. But I need to have seen the first one and kind of know where everybody's at to get it in the fifth one. So it's like, all right, it, it works, but okay. But here's what I wanted to tell you about them. These movies are the biggest. I was reading about them. They're the, they're the Hollywood retcon masters. Okay. <laughs> Every movie basically undoes something from something in the timeline. So like somebody dies and they're like, actually he lived. Yeah. That is a huge thing they do. <laughs> okay. He lived and now he's half robot. Are you reading something about this? Cause they're no, that's, that's like actually a theory that's going around <laughs> for the ninth one. What? <laughs> Kelsey, that's a legit theory. Oh my God. Are you writing these movies? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> ghostwriting for the fast and furious. Yeah. So there's a guy, who dies in that third movie that they liked him so much that they put him in four, five, and six and made yeah. those pre prequels. Well, he's in the ninth one now. Okay. <laughs> and the world, and like this trailer just dropped. So I'm reading about the drama today and like the world is like, how, how? And they're freaking out. They're like, got to see the movie. All right. Maybe it's his long lost twin. But here's the thing though. Most movies will like come up with a solid reason for like, right. for like a retcon. But apparently what Fast and the Furious does is they just go, nah, it didn't go down that way. <laughs> and then they're like, but that movie happened. And they're like, it didn't go down that way. Okay. 
We say it's different. It's just different. Roll Good with enough. It. The fifth one's your jam. It had the rock in it. And his role was muscle-bound one-liner guy. Hell yeah. So he's standing there, and this guy comes up to him, and he goes, Ah, oh, Chief, I got some bad news for you. And and then he goes, You know I like to eat dessert before the main course. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start so, using that. <laughs> so then he goes, The guy who respond in in the movie this wasn't even like like this was scripted the guy in the movie even goes okay <laughs> and then continues like he was even thrown off by it so All then right. he starts to tell him the bad news and he throws out some one liner and then he's like but then there's more spoon me the veggies what and i was like what are these phrases <laughs> You know I like my dessert before the main course. Spoon me the veggies. I'm so... Like, why are they all food-related? I don't know. And that was the only time it happened. He didn't carry on food-related items the rest of the movie. It was just that scene. Okay. These movies are weird. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's the appeal. That you go in to go, what am I gonna see this time? <laughs> okay. Because there's no cohesive thread. There's nothing that ties them together. They're just, like, all one-offs? <sighs> I mean, no, the story keeps going, but none of them have this, have any kind of similar tone. The characters go from like, I'm a cop. Now, now, now I'm a street racer. Oh, I'm actually in the FBI now to, nope, I betrayed the FBI. Now I'm like, everybody's just back and forth on everything. Okay. It's a weird franchise. Yeah. It sounds like it's kind of all over the place, but, um, I mean, if you're enjoying it. But I'm living it. it. I I am now. I have not been. The you first have been consumed. Four. You are too fast, too furious. I'm too fast, too furious. I'm so fast and so furious now. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there's my update. I will finish watching them, give you an update on the next one as to what I think. Jason Statham hasn't stepped into the franchise yet. He's into them, too? Yeah. Man, I don't He's know if I'm too. interested in these movies or if I'm just, like, incredulated by them. Like, I think that's the deal. Pe- I, I, I don't think people really like them. They're I think just, they're just like, like, what's going to happen? Look at this. Wh- how did they make this happen? It's a spectacle. Like, why is he here now? That's amazing. Okay. He doesn't fit in this. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think it started out with, if you liked cars a lot, you watched it just to see the cool cars. Because they got some awesome cars. Yeah. Right? I don't really care about cars, so I'm like, yeah, but what's going on? Why do we need the cars? Okay. You know? Yeah. Give me give me the meat and potatoes of the story, and there's just not one. Spoon me the veggies. Spoon me these veggies, okay? I think I would make you start at five and then go from there. Okay. But the fifth one was a good heist movie. Maybe I'll just watch the fifth one on its own. Well, I mean, I think 6, 7, and 8 are all heist movies, too. So you might, like, from 5 forward. Okay. But I gotta watch those. From 5 forward sounds like another Fast and Furious movie. 5 forward. <laughs> 2, 5, 2 forward. It's 5 wheel drive. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Alright, so I was talking about how I don't really use Instagram in our uh, pre-ramble, Right. Right. I've been trying to get like you and get on 
Twitter and kind of like look at what's trending lately. <laughs> okay. Like That's I'm trying to angry. be like, like what's in the world? I got really happy. Okay, good. Because I was like, why the fuck is Johnny Knoxville trending? That's an excellent question. And no, I was not scared that he was dead. I would be. <laughs> I was just like, what's he got going on? So he just turned 50. Holy shit. Not too long ago. I'm surprised he made it to 50. <laughs> no shit. Even he's like, I'm still walking around. You got to be thankful for that. Okay. He sounds like the most chill dude. And I need you to see these pictures of him at 50. He has um, like white hair. Okay. Did you know he's been white the entirety of Jackass? What? He has been dyeing his hair all these years. Oh my God. His dad went, went gray at like 19 years old. Man, like, why dye that? I think it looks so good. Well, he thinks that now. <laughs> but he didn't when he was, you know, the young hotshot guy. Yeah. But I need you to see some of these pictures, because I'm like, man, I wish I could look this good at 50. He just looks like a handsome old man. I just really like Johnny, though. Like, I've... He has always been one of my favorite people. I've always been just enamored with him as a person. Yeah. I, I think he's such an interesting person, you know? <laughs> he has such a weird fashion sense. He always wears these, like, really brightly colored slacks. Did they, like, like, put him nice in shirts. these for the photo shoot, or is this just his personal style? That's, like, his style. Okay. I mean, they are things that they did provide for him, because they, they did say in credits for the pictures, like, this jacket's $800 from this company, and blah, blah, blah. Jesus. Yeah. But most of them would say, shirt owned by knoxville or something okay <laughs> but like he's all he's always in these like brightly colored slacks and pants and then um chuck taylor's love that that's but so a look this this is the one that i saw first when he was trending and i was like what's going on so twitter was like this was an interesting read so i read the entire gq article they did with him okay and uh it was interesting to say the least but i just thought there was a part of it that i thought was somewhat inspirational just 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 like a nice little tidbit all right did you know he didn't go into jackass to really start being hurt the way that he was till he was 29 i did not can I... you imagine at 29 years old going i think i'm gonna make my living getting hurt like this i i that shocks me. I thought he was like a teenager. <laughs> no, he was pretty much in his 30s when he began the empire that is him now. God. And I mean, here we are trying to make this podcast work. We're at 30, you know. <laughs> it seems like that's the age, you know. I guess. Me too. I always thought he was in like his 20s, like mid early 20s. When yeah. Like, so stupid. But he was like, no, I have to feed my family. He had a kid at the time. God, can you imagine just going and into work every day at this age and just being paid to fucking break your penis? Like, like right now, I mean, there's things that I would do that they do, but I don't know about some of them. Like, some of this stuff, he just, like, he snorted wasabi the one time. I just don't, so, I can't imagine <laughs> living that life in your 30s. Do you know how, how it got started? No. He was actually writing for a magazine, and 
he thought writing for the magazine was the best gig that he had. He was like, this, this is great. Yeah. I'm feeding my family. And he was like getting bolder with his voice. And then he was like, hey. And he just kind of took an idea and he goes, we should, we should do an article on the like efficacy of uh, tasers and like <laughs> pepper spray and like things that like keep people away and just like let people know like how much it really works. Right. Okay. And his editor is the guy who, who like show ran the show Jackass goes, you should film yourself while you do it too, though. Oh my God. And then MTV kind of got wind of it and then hired them to make a show. All right. But he actually tried out a bulletproof vest and shot himself in the chest with a pistol. Oh my God. To test it out. That's this man. I just... Okay? He just does shit. My God. So I'm reading the article, and Steve-O had even said it really hurt him how much he puts into this stuff. He's like, when we watch you do it, we're scared to death. Because he's like, he does everything no matter what. That's like... Where the rest of us would always say no. That's literally just the the dynamic of the jackass guys, though. Like, they're each just trying to... I feel like they're each trying to one-up each other, you know? Like, oh, you're going to start wasabi? I'm going to get shot in the chest. You're going to yeah. taser your balls? I'm going to fucking dive off a cliff or whatever. Like, so that's, that's just where their show existed in that space. Yeah. Did you know that show did not last long at all? I mean, can you imagine if it had lasted much longer? They probably all would have died. But they've made three movies since then. Now four movies since then. My God. So the article kind of starts with um when you think about jackass you it's kind of like this cult everybody knows what it is everybody knows the guys right yeah it was a blip in the history of time though it was not around long how long did it air like a season that's it like not long they filmed like 24 shows and that was it wow but then like all the spin-off stuff like bam margera had his own show right yeah and then they moved on with stuff but then they made the movies yeah. And they just finished the fourth one, and that's what led to this whole article with him. And the last one they did, he always does something with a bull for some reason. Oh, my God. He's didn't always he, like, in there with a bull. Didn't he get gored by a bull? No, but he came close once. Okay. But they're they're older, and he got knocked out for a straight minute from this bull. Oh, for like the final no. scene of the thing. And he had told his wife the one injury he can't afford to get again is a concussion. And he got a concussion for the last sketch of the movie. Oh, my God. And he was like, you got to get the footage. I just do it. Because <sighs> uh, Steve-O was Steve-O like cries when he gets in there with a bull because he's always scared that he's going to die. Yeah. And he was like, you know, we watch you after and we love you for it. And he's like, but I hate watching you when you really do it. Yeah, I, I he's like, can't but you imagine. are the inspiration. If you, you're, you're why we're here. If you did shit like this, I could not stand behind you and let you. You wouldn't watch me do some of this stuff? No. I would try some of the stuff like getting tased or getting like the like beanbag pellets shot out that like keep people away from embassies and stuff. I think I'd do some yeah, of those. But like, like some super of the super dangerous ones. No. I don't know, man. No. <laughs> I just... They did this whole thing on him. 
I love Johnny Knoxville. Happy birthday. Happy 50th birthday. And I cannot wait to see that movie. I'm so excited. It is the last one. So they say. I mean, it's probably got to be. They're all so old. I can't imagine if they made another one. I, I can't imagine. It's been 11 years since part three. That's too long. Yeah, and now you're going to get hurt all over again? Is there Come any on. plot to the Jackass movie? There's just, like, guys doing stunts. I don't know. It's just guys being dudes. Guys being dudes. Yep. All I right. mean, yeah. Nothing happens. You just watch shit happen. All right. <laughs> you want to go with me to the fourth one? No, I don't. Fine. I'll throw up in the theater. Oh, my God. I'm going to go. I'm going to laugh so hard and embarrass myself. I just read this today, and I wanted to tell you that it's never too late to start your wild-ass dreams, I guess. Yeah. So, moving on to a different topic entirely. (laughs) Uh, You told me a couple weeks ago that Walmart was doing, like, a special on records or something. Yeah, I just had a notification pop up on my phone, and it was, like, within days of you telling me you guys were getting into vinyls. Yeah. So I was like... The gods that be. Send this to Kelsey. (laughs) Yeah, it was like Vinyl Mania Week or something. And I was just like paging through. They didn't have a whole lot of good stuff in there. It was mostly like modern artists. There was a lot of Justin Bieber, which I didn't... I I did not realize that so many things are on vinyl nowadays. Like Everybody that puts out stuff today pretty much puts it on a vinyl as well. It's interesting to me. all modern records... Well, see, I say records and just like the albums but now we have to mean vinyls again for that because they actually come out on vinyls again yeah so uh yeah i was browsing like the vinyl mania or whatever and they had this really cool david bowie set where it came with um the album the rise and the fall of ziggy stardust and the spiders from mars okay and it came with um I, I pretty much bought it the second I saw it because I was like, oh, David Bowie's Ziggy Stardust stuff. And it was, yeah. you know, cheap enough. It was like 50 bucks for all of what I got. Um, so it came with a, the album. It came with a record player mat. So like, you know, the, okay. the the thing you put underneath the records to make it go. Yeah. It's like got a David Bowie lightning bolt on it. Um, and it came with a tote bag, which when it came in <laughs> is not great material. It's like really chintzy uh, parachute okay. material, but it, it looks nice. Uh, it came with art print. It came with this cool wooden stand that says now playing on it. So like you can hold your record sleeve in it next to your record oh, player. Oh, that's really neat. I like, I like it a lot. It's like, hell yeah. Now it's professional. So <laughs> uh, that came in yesterday and I was just really surprised. Like, so growing up and like finding out about David Bowie, like the reason I got into him is because of Labyrinth. I watched that movie on repeat as a kid and yeah. I didn't know that he was a singer outside that movie until my parents were like, you know, he has like songs <laughs> that are not albums. this movie. Yeah. And they bought me like his, his best of albums for Christmas and stuff. So Aww. I pretty much grew up like with his best of tracks and things like that. I didn't yeah. have like actual CDs from David Bowie. So I just know like songs. I don't really know what CDs they come from. You didn't know like the albums. You just knew the singles. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so I bought this album not knowing the the track listing, and it came in, and it's got, like, a bunch of my favorite songs on it. I was, like, shocked. So it has five years, which I've talked about uh, a couple times on the show before. This is the Ziggy Stardust one, right? Yes. Okay, I'm going to pull that one up real quick. Okay. Because I pretty much know him from 
Guitar Hero because yeah. they always had songs from there. But all of them were from this one. Yeah. Like, this seems to be like the one. It really is. So it's got five years. Um, it's got Moon Age Daydream, which is one of my favorites. It also Dude, has yeah. Starman, which I fucking love. Like those are my top love three songs. So good. I love that song. And then the B-side also has Ziggy Stardust, of course, and then Rock and Roll Suicide and Suffragette City. Yeah. So okay. I was like really impressed with that's a amount. loaded album. It really is. And it came yeah. out so early in his career. Like, this is 1972. Okay. And he got started in 69. So, like, this is one of his first, you know? Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised with, like, the the amount of hits he packed into this. So, I've had I that on. I don't know how, like, into that kind of stuff you are, but... You know, they, like, remaster albums sometimes. Like, it'll be like... Yeah. This is the 1990 remaster of Ziggy Stardust or whatever, right? Yeah. I've I've read, and this is one that I've heard of, that they, like, remastered one of his older albums, and everyone hates it. Oh, really? Like, they hate the remaster. They apparently ruined some of the mixes somehow. Oh, no. So I was gonna ask if you happen to know if your record is, like, a record of the 1990 version, or if it's, like, an original version. So, in looking at the Wikipedia here, it's got a track listing for, like, the original and then the 1990 reissue and the 2002 reissue. Okay. And mine follows the original, so I'm guessing nice. it's just all those tracks. Okay. But, yeah, I know what you mean. There's, like, sometimes you'll hear a song and it's like, is this, like, the radio cut? What What's wrong with this one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm finding out a lot about music these days. I, you know, I think you're like me. We we have, like, a couple artists that we just, like, know. Yeah. And they may not be in the middle of all the different musical controversies that are going on out there, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, apparently this, there's this whole thing about remasters of old classic rock albums and stuff. And there's some of them that I think sound fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it sounds cleaner. It sounds greater. And some people hate that. They like that. I think it's what you said when you put in the record you got first that it felt like it was just very intimate and you were there with him. Yeah, because it was a it live didn't recording. have that cleanness, you know? Yeah. And I think that's what people don't like about some of these remasters. Like, well, now it sounds too manufactured. Yeah, or like you'll listen to a song and you just, you know that version of it. So when you hear a different version, yeah. even if it's technically, maybe it's better because they've fine-tuned some shit, it just sounds worse to your ear. You're like, this is not how I grew up knowing it. Yeah. I was listening to um, the radio and my dad has been like a huge fan of Queen his entire life. And so yes. I, by proxy, have been a huge fan of Queen my entire life. Okay. And um, that was another like best hits album that we had just on repeat all the time. Um, but we were listening to the radio and this remaster of, um, what the hell is the name of that song? Uh, somebody to love that one okay. came on and I was like, why does this sound so weird? So different. And it was, it was just, it's jarring to the ear. Like we had to turn it off or like this, this is yeah. the queen that I know. You know, there was a David Bowie vinyl set at Barnes and Noble Ooh. that I looked at for you for like five years, oh. but you didn't do vinyls, you know? And I was like, I mean, she'd probably like it, but what's she going to do with it? Yeah. And now I'm like, 
fuck, she could have it now and <laughs> love it probably. Because it, it was, was basically like, like his must... entire career in one pack. But it's got to be like expensive as hell. I mean, it, it was like 250 Uh, It might have been like 500 bucks at the time. Fuck. <laughs> but probably still more though. now. Well, I'm looking at one right now. It's going for $2,000. Jesus Christ. And it's only the first five years of his career. Oh, my God. So I can't imagine what the one that... Because I don't... I probably wouldn't even recognize it now if I saw it, you know? Yeah. I just know it had so much crap in it. I think we need to do, like, a show where we deep dive into some of the people that, like, grew up... Like, like grew us up, you know? Yeah, for sure. You doing David Bowie? Because I'd like to know what you think about, like, his, his, like, acting career and stuff when he did, like, Last Man on Earth... Yeah. Or the the man that fell to earth or something, right? Right. You know, I've never seen that. I haven't either. <laughs> You've never seen it? No, I've always we like, wanted it. to. I, so this is going to sound silly and weird, but like, because he is gone, you know, David Bowie passed away mm-hmm. five years ago now. I'm always, like, I always look forward to having new stuff from him yeah so i'm hesitant to expose myself to new things from him because at some point i'm going to run out of media that i have consumed that is david bowie you know but then you'll be like look at all that i look at all that he was able to give yeah (laughs) i know it's a weird way of mourning i mean i still have barely watched robin williams movies since he died so yeah totally with you there because there's tons of his movies that i've never seen yeah. And I want to watch them, but I just see his sweet, stupid face, and then I feel bad, you know? <laughs> I feel exactly the same way. I just love him way. so much. Yeah. But we should watch that movie. See, I've always heard about it just from a, this is a classic movie thing. Yeah. Like, it's just supposed to be that great a movie, but for you, it's like, that's David Bowie stepping into something new, you know? Right. Because I think that was like his first movie, right? Yeah, I think so. Then you get Labyrinth and The Prestige and all that the good prestige. stuff. The Prestige. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Which, you know, when I saw that, he meant nothing to me. I had no idea who that was. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But we should we should do, like, a deep dive into some of the people that we just loved growing up. I think yeah. that would be a cool one. The people in the media that made us? I would love to hear, like, in depth what he meant to you. Yeah. I think that would be interesting to hear. And you better cry. Oh, oh well. <laughs> You're like, oh, I will fucking cry. <laughs> um, so to bring the mood to a, a different place. Have, okay. We've talked recently about, um, I don't know if we ever mentioned it on the show, but we talked about it on the secret discord about the Powerpuff Girls having a new live action TV show. Okay. See, I think I missed this conversation. Okay. Day. So, I mean... You, we've talked before about how, like, reboots, we have weird, conflicting opinions on them. Like, we like them, we don't like them. We think they're yeah. necessary, we don't think they're necessary. Uh, they are doing a live-action Powerpuff Girl reboot, and it's on the CW. So That, that should be a red flag right there. That's an indicator of <laughs> what the things that are to come. So, like, today on Twitter, a script leaked for the Powerpuff Girls pilot. Yes. And there was 
some confusion because it was like, okay, this is so desperately bad that it can't be real. <laughs> yeah. Because it came from a, a media source that apparently is like not, not the the best, I guess. It's called uh, Reset something. Reset. Reset, Reset era. era. Yeah. Oh, that's like a legit place. Okay. Yeah, people were uh, confused because they were like, well, it came from Resetera or whatever, so it's not necessarily true. But, um, so. I mean, they are a bit gossipy. Okay. One of the hot sheets. Mm hmm. Okay. So, they're. I just don't. I don't even know where to begin with this stuff. So, it's just like full of really dated pop culture references. It's packed with like sex energy. <laughs> I don't know where this show is trying to go, where it's coming from. Like, let me just give you an example of some of the dialogue. So okay. this is Bubbles talking to Buttercup. Bubbles says, Blossom's fine. I saw her on her Insta that she has a boyfriend. I saw on her LinkedIn that she got promoted. And I saw on Facebook that she still talks to grandpa despite their political differences. And Buttercup responds, coming back here is probably quote unquote triggering for her. Bubbles says, why? Because she's the one who killed Mojo. I mean, moveon.org. Moveon.org. <laughs> Talk about cringy dialogue. So it seems like... Has that like, ever been a dialogue? No. <laughs> moveon.org. They also reference like Harambe, which is like the most dated of references. I mean, yeah. Harambe jokes have been old for... Uh, f- when did Harambe die? 2013? I... I was going to say 2016. Oh, God, it's so long ago. But, I mean, so people were tweeting, like, the Powerpuff Girls script is absolutely fake. Somebody just made it up to get the show dragged. Yeah. Um, 2016. giving off... Okay. Um, Rip Harambe. (laughs) But it's giving off, like, these vibes that are just trying to be just desperately edgy, you know? Like, it really wants to be cool. And, I mean, there's the whole market for like the gritty reboot you know but that doesn't sound gritty though it sounds like a like a weird bad horny reboot because there's so much sex dialogue like holy shit so much there's a scene where like somebody knocks on uh buttercup's door because they hear banging on the other side and bubbles walks in and like buttercup's like oh we just finished having a lot of sex in here We're, we're all done and okay, also so she's... I did see that page, and it was like, yeah, where looks at friend finished, right? And she goes, yeah, after the sixth time, I bet we are. Yeah, so it's implied that she's been having, like, a, a six-orgasm lesbian sex parade in there or whatever. Which, fine, have an LGBTQ character. That's cool. But I have, I have issues when media takes, like, the one character who's not coded specifically to be loved by men like buttercup you know she's she's the angry one the tough one she's the girl that gets shit done she's like the boss bitch of them i guess and they decided that we're gonna take all that masculine energy that she's bringing and just make her a lesbian which is a trope that happens so often in media and bothers me i don't yeah i it's hard to put a finger on why i guess i just don't like the hard gender lines like she wasn't made specifically for men to love like bubbles is soft and pretty and kind of silly and stupid sometimes and blossom is smart and very forward and has that long red hair and yeah you know buttercup it's just like ah she's she's the bitch let's make her a lesbian 
Yeah, she's just like the tomboy of the group. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason that that means lesbian. Yeah, and I'm not saying butch lesbians aren't valid. (laughs) There's It's just a whole complicated... But but that is the trope. If you are masculine in any way, that's an automatic lesbian card. Exactly, which when overwatch was like we're they were teasing out we're gonna have a gay character reveal everyone was like oh man zarya is finally gonna get a girlfriend but like zarya doesn't have to love women just because she's a buff lady who enjoys lifting yeah, yeah. um but anyway that's a whole other tangent really, <laughs> i would make blossom the lesbian you know she just I mean- seems like the most <laughs> open-minded you know what i mean I guess if you're going to have to make one of the Powerpuff Girls obsessed with lesbian sex, then... (laughs) Well, you don't have to make it obsessed with the sex part, but like... But but like you said, why does it have to be that one? Yeah. Just because of the fact that she's tougher. Yeah. She's tough, so that means you like girls. Yeah, exactly. Um, So everyone was hoping, like, maybe this is just like somebody doing a fake leak and it's not actually happening. And then the tweet got taken down due to copyright like infringements so so yeah that was the show so that was the show that was what they were gonna do and um since that has happened the cw has been um interviewed and they're like yeah we're reworking it it was a little bit too quote-unquote campy that's campy that's campy oh boy have i got words for you on what campy means oh my god I yeah. wish I had saved some of these screen caps because my god, they were so, they were so bad. And they're they all talked about their somewhere. dad's dick, and it was just like it was just what? not good. Yeah, they were talking about like how they think the professor is in bed, and I'm like, what are you even Why? talking about? Yeah, who's ever like? I wonder if dad's doing good in bed. <laughs> it's so, uh, like my skin's crawling. <laughs> Yeah, I I only saw like three of the screen grabs, and that was not one of them. Yeah, um, it's it's all it's all bad. (laughs) It's just all bad. I mean, my thing is, what is this show? Yeah, what are they going for? If it's if it's like a reboot, like okay, we're gonna kind of separate it from the cartoon show. Then sure, it can be different like that, but like. The kids show is a pretty smart show. Yeah. And now we're going to turn them into just like phone obsessed, sex obsessed, like move on.org, you know, <laughs> like you're just turning them like, like you're dumbing down the idea of the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I get you. Exactly. Like we had something that was like up here and now you're going to go, well, they're older. So instead of evolving it to be better than that, we're, we're going to reduce the quality. We're going to make them dumb and slutty. But I think that's kind of the CW's shtick with Pretty much. female characters, though. Yeah, they they only know how to write one character. Or I guess two, if you make one of them a lesbian. I mean, I haven't watched many CW shows. But from what I know, they're all basically just like teenage high school drama. That's, you know? Yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting from this. And I don't know. Like... At what point, like, when, the demographic for that should be people that are in high school, right? Because they I would, guess. they would, like, get it. They're like, oh, yeah, I go through these problems, right? Sure. 
Like, is that meant for us to watch? Like, when would we step out of, like, a, a high school drama needing to see that in media kind of thing, you know? Yeah, I, I'm i wondering, like, who they're writing this for, because... I didn't want to see it when I was in high school. Yeah. Like, I was there. It's fine. <laughs> I don't need to watch movies about it. It just doesn't seem like... So, like, the crowd that they would want to grab with this, I would think, is millennials, because we're the ones who grew up with the Powerpuff Girls, right? Yeah, I think Unless... you would want to capitalize on the huge fan base that already exists. Yeah, they're not... Are they trying to grab a new, younger fan base with this weird reboot? I guess so. I don't think it's going to work. I hope they... Like, I really, really hope that they take this horrible criticism that they've received to light and just be like, yeah, actually, turns out it was bad. All I can say is, it worked for Sonic the Hedgehog. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> they got ripped apart and they went, fine, we'll fix it. And you know what? They fixed it. Because I love yeah, that movie. I do too. So, I can't wait for number two. When's the second one out? They're filming it now, so. Yes. Probably within next year or so. Sonic 2. Yeah, it's scheduled for 2022. No. Yeah. Well, it's got a release date of April, so. I, I will go, but just, just know. Tails is not my favorite. Tails will, is my favorite. I will I will root for him to be left behind and to drown <laughs> all the time. Terrible. He, he's just jumping when I'm jumping. He's always in my business. I'm like, I'm playing this game. Go away. I don't need you here. Uh, be gone. I'm looking Apparently at Knuckles is going to be in part two. In yeah, I was capacity, just looking so. at Knuckles' face. I don't... I mean, I guess they did him about the same as they did Sonic, but I just don't like... The way he looks. Yeah. He looks too furry. Like, he, he looks furrier than Sonic. I like him. I like Tails. I mean, Tails looks like Tails. Yes. Tails looked like he stepped right out of the game. Everyone else has like... Oh, there's like a good picture, kind of. Oh, I those always are forget like that Tails is a boy. Different things. Yes, Tails, Tails is a boy. girl in my head. No. You know Tails' name, right? Miles Prower. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that for the longest time. I love that so much. Knuckles is just too on the nose. What's Knuckles? He's an echidna. So it's That's just basically his name, right? Knuckles the echidna? Yeah. Just like Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Oh, Why did well, they give Knuckles Tails... the echidna? Why did they give Tails like a whole name? I don't know. Because <laughs> I guess they were like, he's better than Sonic. Maybe he'll take over the franchise. And they're like, oh, he's a wuss. Forget him. You could just be like, Tails the Fox. Tails the Flying Fox. Nope. Miles, Tails, per hour. Oh my god, so good. So, I hope they fix it. Just, CW, do better. Do better. You can do like, better. Like, just do better. On the wavelength of doing better, uh, this episode comes out 531. So if you're listening to this in real time, tomorrow is the first day of Pride Month. And I want to wish... Both of us probably want to wish uh, everybody a happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Total celebration fest in here. Absolutely. Uh, we support and love all of our LGBTQIA plus everybody. Everybody on the train. We adore you. We're proud of you. Um, be yourself. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and throw it out here, too, because I saw it on TikTok, and I feel like that is good information to get out there. Okay. Uh, I saw a TikTok yesterday about maps. Do you know what that is? Yeah, that's um, something, something psychedelics, right? <laughs> no. 
No. <laughs> no. There's a there's a psychedelics this is, thing. This is way worse. Oh shit. Oh no. So if you're reading somebody's profile and they say map in it and they don't really explain it. Uh-huh. Usually that is them trying to that's the way pedophiles are trying to get into the LGBTQ oh, window. So no! It stands for minor attracted person. Fucking gross. Yeah, so if you ever see that, don't be fooled by what it is. It's them trying to base... That's their thing. They even have their own, like, pride flags. I hate that shit. That... Yeah, they're trying to say that they they are part of the LGBTQ community. That is insidious to claim... I mean, it's a, it's a crime! It's... Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> That's fucking gross. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna send you the flag... And we'll post it. So if you ever see this flag, that's a bad flag. Okay. Do not like it. This is the pedophile pride flag. Man, that's like a pretty flag, too. So it's like <laughs> blue on top that fades into yellow and then white in the center. And then the bottom is pink that fades up. Yeah. Man, um, just because people. you brought it up, I like heard that yesterday and... The girl was like, yeah, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying it's good to be aware of what is out there, you know? Okay, like, yeah. So if you see it, know that that's what they're trying to do with this and hate them for it. Okay, so if we post this flag, we got to make sure people know that we are not pedophiles. When I'm we post probably it. not going to post this flag. <laughs> okay. Uh, the maps that I am thinking of is maps.org. It's Multidisciplinary Association for Psychedelic Studies. They're uh, researching... Well, I like that. Yeah, they're researching the effects of um, psychological drugs on people. So, like, have you heard of the thing where, okay. like, they give you mushrooms and, like, cures your depression? No. It's a thing. But you can't... Okay. It's not, like, a thing you do alone at home because, like, they give you a, a dose of mushrooms that is, like, going to put you through fucking hell and heaven and back. <laughs> okay. So they put you, like, in a bed and cover you up and do a blindfold and headphones and monitor you the entire time. It's a very, like, medical... It's, like... MDMA assisted therapy, basically. Yeah, it's it's very cool shit, and I've been researching it. It's oh, okay. they're doing good work. Well, interesting. Yeah, maps.org if you want to check that out. There you go, the good maps. The good maps. <laughs> oh man. Um. Oh, one final note that I wanted for people. So, uh, today, May twenty fifth, the day that we're recording this, is the anniversary of George Floyd's death. And yes, I've seen it all over Twitter and stuff today. Yeah, I just, I've been thinking about it, you know, because just like we've seen so, so much over the last year, like, so <laughs> it hasn't stopped. It's just been a constant train of just like, oh, yeah, just things happening over and over and over. So I found one tweet that really summed it up for me and i just wanted to read this out it is from okay. twitter user dr brian leva and he says the pursuit of justice for george floyd doesn't stop because Derek siobhan was convicted racism is a system not an event justice is a process not an outcome let may 25th be a yearly reminder of our commitment to racial justice black lives matter nice i think that is the most succinct way to say Everything that we've been through in the past fucking year and prior, I just, yeah, I liked that a lot. I thought it was very um, simple, and it's a good, easy message to spread. It doesn't even feel like a year ago. It feels like years 
ago. It simultaneously years. feels like it was eight years ago and also yesterday. Yeah. <sighs> but I'm like trying to think. I, I was like, when did I go to a to a Black Lives rally? I thought it was earlier in the year, but I guess it was later in the year. It's pretty much like a year ago, right? <laughs> I think so. I guess it was around June when I went to one. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, yeah. Time flies when you're <sighs> in a horrible pandemic. Horrible <laughs> yeah. When you're just in a terrible place. Yeah. I hate this house. Yeah. Um, but so happy Whoa. pride. Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Let's uh, yeah. continue to work together and move forward as a society, please. I'd just like to say, you know, thoughts and prayers out to his family. I yeah. know that today's a big day for them. I mean, it's a big day for everybody, but especially for, like, his daughter, you know? Yeah, and it's so important to remember that, like, he's not a martyr, you know? He he was murdered. Yeah, he was a victim. Yeah. A martyr takes himself out for a cause. Yeah, they, like, willingly choose to do that to become a symbol. I don't think he chose that. What yeah, happened? his life and everyone around him was deeply affected and ruined at some points, you know? Yeah. So. Too bad we already cracked one, but to George Floyd. Yeah, to George Floyd. Well, you want to start a new dangerous career path in life? <laughs> sure. Okay. Hey guys, please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. If you are part of the LGBTQ community, make sure that you go show this out and say, hey, here's some more allies. Let's go support these people. They support us. Uh, we release weekly every Monday. Never missed it. I actually was thinking about that today. I was too. That is cause... That is tenacious. There's some days when you're just like, do I want to record a podcast? Yeah, I want to record a podcast. Like, no matter what has happened, no matter if we're not even around, there's still a show on Monday. And if you like that, if you love that you can always count on us, please take a second to go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That would help us out so much and help us reach so many more people and let everybody know about that Yimtope guarantee. You know what is a great way to let everybody know that you're a fan of Yimtope? Huh? If you wear a Yimtope shirt on Merch. your body. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Uh, we have launched a merch store, which we announced on Twitter, and we announced it on Instagram, and we also announced it on Twitch, and then we just forgot to do it on the episode. <laughs> so yeah. um, if you haven't seen it yet, it's a wonderful little store. It's got eight different items that you can choose from. There are all sorts of little goodies in there. Uh, we I know have that bought... you were quite partial to the hoodie. Yes, I love my zip-up hoodie so much. It's so comfy. I wear yes. it, like, not not kidding, every day. <laughs> it's so comfy. Uh, yeah, we have a zip-up hoodie. We have a pullover hoodie. We got shirts, long sleeves, tanks. We have a bunch of stuff. Uh, we even have a mug if you want to drink a little beverage with us. Yep, so... I have my coffee in there all the time. Yeah, it's it's nice stuff. We we bought some of our own stuff to to test it before we <laughs> decided to unleash it on you guys, so we can vouch for it. Yeah, could you imagine it, if you're like, hey, just go buy this stuff, and it's just the worst stuff. It's like horrible I would feel so bad. canvas ass cotton, and you get it, and it just falls apart. Yet, yeah. no, it's not like that. It's not like that. I promise, it's good stuff. Man, everything fits really good. It does. I'm always like scared of buying stuff on the internet because I'm like, what if it doesn't fit? But it's it it's all sized correctly. Yeah, the shirt, the t-shirt that I bought is like the perfect way that I love a t-shirt to fit. 
Yes. I was like, yes, this is great. It's like, wonderful. The sleeves aren't too short, like cut into your armpits, you know? Yes. <laughs> Everything's good, man. I, I love my t-shirt. It's great. Yeah. So if you have been thinking about ways you can support Yimtope, that is a huge one. We would appreciate it so much. So go check it out. It's linked in our show notes. It's linked in our Twitter profile and our Instagram profile, the Yimtoparel store. <laughs> That's a mouthful to say. Yeah. Um, so you can find us and friend us out there on all the social medias uh, at YMBTOIP, of course, on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. And we're also, of course, on the Patreon. Thank you so much to our patrons for keeping the lights on here at Yemtope. We got the $2 tier. We got the $5 tier. I think we probably told you guys enough what's in those tiers. Yeah, we but, have. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, there's many episodes. There's a secret Discord. There's YouTube. Go check out at patreon.com slash yimtope if you want to learn more. You can also email us at yimtope at gmail.com. We want that listener mail. Did you guys tune into our Twitch stream? Did you like the two-day event that we did? Would you like to see more of those, more longer games? Do you want us to do the shorty games? Do you want us to do a not gaming stream? you want us just to do a chatting stream? Do you want I a hot tub stream? <laughs> I mean, I can get my feet out, I guess. <laughs> That's the new Twitch meta, apparently, is hot tub streams. So, Oh, my God. I see so much of that on there now. Like, when I yeah. log in, it's just like... Because it usually shows, like, what the highest viewed ones are at that uh -huh. moment. And it's and always it's like, hot tubs. It's like... It's it's like a five-page... Five well, not a five-page, but like a five-stream spread, right? So yeah. So, like, here's, like, the top five. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's an Overwatch and then four hot tubs. <laughs> every time uh and our theme song is the grim reaper blows the horn by farage please check him out on youtube go listen to his great music love what that guy does he is so good at coming up with the most interesting ways to mix various topics and themes together i don't know like, how he comes up with that stuff he I truly he has just, a mad mind he pulls stuff out of a hat and just like mixes it all together and goes i'm gonna make that work and he does every time and as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Are we fast and furious enough? I don't think I'm furious enough. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Uh, once, doce, trece, catorce, quince? And that's that, as far yeah. as I know. Okay. See, I can go that far, like, in French, though. French is fucking stupid. Once you get, to, like, past 20, isn't just, like, 20 and 1 and 20 yeah, and 2. kind of. Then when you get to 40, it's, like, 20 plus 20. And also 1 is there. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's, uh, un, deux, trois, quatre, cinco, seis. No, I think I just went into half Spanish, too. <laughs> <laughs> See? I can't speak two languages at once.